0: no passport required.
1: Hi, this is Marilyn Ball and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC and 880 The Revolution. Speaking of Travel is brought to you by Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. And remember, you must enter the Vero Beach Summer Flyaway Sweepstakes going on right now. All you have to do is visit www. W. Or you could go to speakingoftravel.net, and there's a link to get right to that. Entry form, one lucky winner is going to receive two round-trip tickets on Elite Airways from Asheville Regional Airport right to the Vero Beach, Florida Regional Airport. Three days, four nights, luxury accommodations, all kinds of fun things to see and do down there. So be sure you enter the Vero Beach Summer Flyway sweepstakes. That's www.summerflyway.com And be sure to to download your iHeartRadio app. There you can listen to, speaking of travel, anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world. We well, you know, last year I traveled for the second time to what is becoming one of my favorite destinations, Cuba. I spent a couple of weeks exploring these small tucked away towns and looking at some amazing architecture, beautiful, beautiful blue waters, and of course some of the finest cigars in the the whole wide world. But let me tell you, it's really the people of Cuba who are the treasures of this country. Wherever I've traveled on that island, the beautiful and welcoming hospitality was abundant. Last year when I visited there, it seemed like things were getting better for travel to Cuba and opportunities were beginning to unfold for visitors and locals alike. Well, fast forward to today and there are wheels in motion to reverse some of those opportunities. And it's kind of confusing. And I think a lot of people aren't sure what's really going on. So I'm bringing in my guest today to help us gain a little better understanding and share some tips with us about this wonderful country. Jenny Cressman is the creator of Jenica Cuba, and she offers tours to Cuba. And although she's based in Ontario, Ontario, Canada, Jenny now offers trips from the U.S. too. And Jenny, welcome back. This is like the second or third time you've been on. Speaking of travel.
2: Yes, it's always great to talk to you, Marilyn. And one of these days
1: we'll actually travel together too, I'm sure. Oh, we absolutely will. Well, Jenny, you've got so much going on. And since the last time we talked to you, you've been back to Cuba, so many times. Why don't you give us a little history of how you even began uh, being a part of this such a wonderful and beautiful culture?
2: Well, it was actually a complete fluke. Um, I just ended up going to Cuba with a couple girlfriends because it was a cheap holiday. It hadn't even been on my radar or bucket list. But once I went there, actually twice in the same year, which was kind of another strange situation for me because I usually try to go around to different places. But after those two trips, I was just so hooked into the culture, the people, the vibe, the beauty of the scenery, the history. I just uh, felt like I wanted to commit to doing more to encourage other people to learn about the country, learn about this mysterious place that it has been off limits for so many years for Americans.
1: Exactly. so when when did you first start taking groups down there?
2: Um, I started taking groups in 2010. So since then, I've been taking groups um, uh, two or three times a year, mostly to Maria del Portillo, which is in the southern part of Cuba, the southern foal, I, I like to say. Um, if you think of Cuba as a leg with a foot, it's kind of near the heel of the foot, and Guantanamo, which many people will know about, would be near the toe, and Havana would be up. Sort of near the knee.
1: So when you go down there, uh, tell us a little bit about what your trips are like because they're so varied. You've got so many different kinds of ways to visit that wonderful place.
2: Yeah, well, the majority of my trips um, up until about a year and a half, two years ago, have been to Morea del Portillo. And so that is a place that is a very small, all-inclusive resort. There's not much around there. It's in a, a fairly isolated region. And so by taking groups there, I'm actually helping to support the community because that resort is the single biggest employer there. But that is operated by a Canadian company called Sunwing. So the groups will go there and be based there and then we'll do activities out of that resort visiting other places and doing day trips and maybe horse riding, maybe bike riding or maybe um, going to Santiago for an overnight trip or to um, Castro's headquarters in the mountains for an overnight trip and a hike. Things like that. So after I did that for a number of years I had a lot of people encouraging me to expand because they wanted to see other parts of the country. So then I started offering bus tours. I became a licensed travel agent here in Ontario. That's a, that's a big, important piece for Canadians. And then once I became an agent, then I started offering bus tours and affiliation with a company called P&G Travel, uh, which is based in Toronto, but also has an office in Havana. So they are the on-ground support for helping to do the logistics, um, organizing where we'll stay, the buses, and, you know, the hiring guides and that sort of thing. So my tours so far have been pretty much end-to-end from Havana to Santiago. The upcoming trips that I've got going on um will be a little bit different one will go from santiago up to havana and another one will be based in havana and um that's the first time i've just based it in one city so we'll just do little excursions from there and go to baradero um for one night and uh, things like that that one is because of a a special event that's going on which i can tell you a little bit more about later
1: oh that sounds great so let's I just want to kind of get clear in my head. Um, Canadians have been free to travel to Cuba. Uh, there's never been any kind of uh, travel restrictions. Is that correct?
2: That's correct. Um, And Canadians are by far the biggest international tourism factor in Cuba. Um, There are Europeans that would travel there, too. um, But overall, Canadians have made it their second home for decades.
1: Wow. So they must really contribute when you're talking about contributing to the economy and... uh, being able to play a part in people actually having income, the Cuban people can can thank the Canadians on a lot of levels, I would imagine.
2: Yes, yes, quite so. Um, tourism peaked at, I believe, it was almost four million visitors um, in the last year. Prior to that, it had been um, maybe three, three and a half, and sort of hovering around there for a number of years. And the majority would be Canadian. Um, and it, Canadians go to the all-inclusive resorts primarily, but not exclusively, um, because they are very affordable. There are so many companies, not just. Sunwing, but also lots of other entities in Canada that do specialize in the sun destinations in Cuba. And so a lot of them would be going to Berdero, um and areas in the south near Santiago and, well, all over the island. And and the island's island, <laughs> because it actually is an archipelago, of course.
1: With so many outlying Islands? Is that what you're
2: saying? Yes, yes. And so there are some, some um, smaller islands off the coast or the, the east or the west coast of Cuba that are really popular tourist destinations because they have such beautiful beaches and great snorkeling and that sort of thing. Wow. But, Americans are also still allowed to go. I mean, there was a, a, a softening, a rapprochement at, when Obama was in power, and some of that has been reversed now that there is a different regime in the U.S., but not all of them. C- the American people are still allowed to travel with groups. Therefore, they can still go with me. What was stopped is the individual private travel.
1: Gotcha. Well, when we come back from the break, I want to pick up right there and talk more about about how that works with going with a group, being led by a, a professional travel agent. It sounds like you have the uh, connections on the ground. So let's pick up right there when we come back from the break. Okay. All right, Jenny, thank you so much for being here today. Jenny Cressman is talking to us today from Canada. We'll be back after the break. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. As Elite Airways starts its descent into Vero Beach, Florida, passengers will realize this is no typical Florida beach town. It's a hidden gem on Florida's Atlantic coast, where its beauty goes far beyond the beach, where culture, eco-adventure, and pure relaxation await you, and where there are no high-rises to spoil the sunrises. Discover the one destination that's a natural for your next vacation. Discover Vero Beach today
0: Latino buying power is huge and rising fast. If you want to tap into this new market, then connect by advertising in Ola Carolina magazine. This glossy Spanish language magazine is published monthly and reaches over 70,000 Spanish-speaking residents in Western North Carolina. Ola Carolina magazine is about much more than just speaking Spanish. It's about Latino culture. Visit OlaCarolina.com and transform how you attract, Engage and connect with Latino customers.
1: Office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979.
3: Get ready to discover Vero Beach. Visit SummerFlyAway.com and register for your chance to win two round-trip tickets on Elite Airways from Asheville Regional Airport to Vero Beach Regional Airport. Three days and four nights luxury accommodations at Costa de Este Beach Resort and Spa. Tickets to the McKee Botanical Gardens. paddle boat tour for two with paddles by the sea. And two airboat tour tickets from Florida Airboat Rides. Discover Vero Beach today. Log on to SummerFlyAway.com. No purchase necessary. See official rules for details. Fly me to the moon,
0: let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like.
1: On Welcome back to Speaking Have of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. You're listening right here on News Radio 570 WWNC and 880 The Revolution. Remember, Speaking of Travel is brought to you by Appalachian Realty. They've been helping people call Asheville home since 1979. So if you're looking for that perfect bungalow or a little place tucked away in West Asheville or maybe a farm, Farm out in Reams Creek. Appalachian Realty is the place to go. They've got a cute little place right off of Charlotte Street on Arlington Street, Appalachian Realty. And remember, speaking of travel.net, you can go there and find past podcasts and photo galleries, blog posts, and the link to the Vero Beach sweepstakes. Be sure that you click on that or visit summerflyaway.com. One lucky winner is going to receive two round-trip tickets on a Lead Airways from Asheville Regional Airport to Vero Beach Regional Airport. Three days, four nights, luxury accommodations. I'm not kidding. This is a sweepstakes to really get Entered into because, Vero Beach sounds like a wonderful, wonderful place with 26 miles of beach and just a lot of really cool stuff going on down there. Well, there's a lot of really cool stuff going down down in Cuba too. I'm speaking here to Jenny Cressman, talking to us from Ontario. Is that right, Jenny? You're in Ontario, Canada. That's right. I'm a little bit north of Toronto, up in the woods. Ah, (laughs) up in the woods. Lovely. You know, we're in the woods here, too, in Asheville. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to come visit sometime. Oh, I hope to. So before the break, Jenny, we were talking about uh, where your trips are, uh, are based out of and how you're kind of growing with what you do, becoming a professional travel agent. Tell me just a little bit about how that works. What kind of program do you go through to become a travel agent?
2: Uh, there are various ones you can do. Some um, are online. Uh, the one I did was, and then you have to take a test um, to make sure you understand all the nuances of what it means to be a travel agent. Um, there's an agency or there's an organization here in Ontario, um, the acronym is TICO, and so you'll see if there's any tour or trip advertised by a Canadian company then, in Ontario, then it has to have the little TICO logo to assure you that it's covered by insurance insurance through Tico so that's one of the important pieces if there were some problem with either the agency I'm affiliated with or the airline if you know um, the airline that we're using had some major financial issue and, and closed and you'd already bought your flight tickets then Tico would step in and assure that you get um, your money refunded so that's just an extra piece of insurance really for you to make sure that your travel is smooth and without problem well
1: the- it's, that's good to know. And I w- I'd like to talk to you a little bit about uh, um, you've been taking Canadians down. Now mm-hmm. you can also you work with Americans. How does that how does that work? Give me an idea of how it would work if for me to go on one of your
2: trips. Well, it depends on which trip you're going on. So, um, to date, the people, the Americans who've traveled with me have all come to Canada. Um, we did give people on the bus tour an option. If they wanted to fly from a uh, U.S. port, they could. We would facilitate that for them. Um, but they chose to come to Canada, and it was easier to do that and fly out together as a group. Um, if you're going with me to Maria del Portillo, then you don't have an option of going from the U.S. port because... Sunwing, Canadian company, Sunwing, um, only flies out of Canada from, usually Toronto and Montreal are the the main ports. And when I go to Maria del Portillo, I try to go in the shoulder season, so I'm helping to um, encourage the extension of the work period for the people there, because it's very seasonal. So if we're going in the shoulder periods, then that means people are only able to fly from Toronto and not usually from Montreal. So that's one little catch. But as far as American traveling now, um, you would need to verify that you're going with a group and we have an itinerary and you're going to be kept busy and doing things and not just sitting on a beach somewhere. And um, so you would need to fill out a document and you would need to get your own visa if you are traveling from the U.S., from a port there. So my associates at PNG Travel can help walk a person through that, but they have to do some of their own documentary legwork. Um, if they're going to fly out of the u s. but if they come to Toronto to fly with my groups, whether it's a bus tour or Miranda Portillo then um, the airlines here going from Canada will provide the visa as part of the flight package. So you don't have to do any extra paperwork. You just get handed your visa card when you're on the plane and you fill it out and that's fine. And you don't have to sign an affidavit um, if you're going from Canada like you do if you're going directly from the U.S. So that's why, you know, there's pros and cons. Some people don't want to worry about doing paperwork and would rather just come up here and pay a Canadian company, to get them to cuba um others say it's just more convenient for me to fly out of uh fort lauderdale or miami or jfk and so they don't mind what may be perceived by others as a bit of an extra hassle in order to do that um so At this point, um, the next group that I have going is October 25 to Mareta Portillo. So people won't have a choice. If they want to join me on this trip, then they have to come to Toronto. But having said that, it's actually a very cost-effective trip because I, I will be pricing it in Canadian dollars. So for Americans, that's a big savings when you think about the exchange rate these days. So it may cost them a little extra to get to Ontario, but that will be offset by the cheapness of the trip because the um, Sunwing package includes the flight, includes all you can eat and drink while you're there at the resort, and then I will um, create some extra activities that will be sort of above and beyond that that you can prepay for too.
1: Oh, that sounds lovely. In October 25th, that last bit of October, what a wonderful time to be down in the Caribbean area, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And um, one of the special things that I'm doing on this with this group, I'm really excited about. It's a new exclusive event that I've created by working with a Cuban friend of mine down there. He's a very popular musician named Robert Tico, and he has an amazing voice, and he's just a sweetheart. So we're going to set up what we call Robert Tico's Casa de la Musica, and that will be actually at his mother's house. And we're going to have some musicians bring a bunch of instruments. Probably mostly rhythm instruments, so people can try their hand at learning the Cuban style of playing and the Cuban rhythms, and um, and he'll sing, and we'll get everybody singing and probably a little dancing, and, and then um, an art show as well to go along with that. So it's going to be a, a very cool event at a Cuban home in a nearby village, and uh, um, I, I think it'll be a, a very good way to um, let people interact more directly with the Cuban people in that area.
1: I love that. That just sounds like so much fun how long Mm. are these trips
2: well the one to Marea del Portillo is usually a week Sunwing um, only flies in one time per week so um, in this case the Marea del Portillo trip will be October 25 to November 1 and I'm still waiting for confirmation of pricing on that but I'm thinking it's going to be under $700 um, in total for um, double occupancy if you want to go on that, and that includes the flight. Well, that sounds too good to be true, Jenny.
1: (laughs) Tell me your website before we go to break. We're going to talk about it more, but let's just get that out there right away because I think people are probably, like, wanting to take a look at that.
2: Sure. Um, It's www.jenicacuba.com, and that's J E N N I. C-A-C-U-B-A dot com. And I also have a Jenica Cuba Facebook group that anyone is welcome to join. And right now, if you go to my website, you'll see my tour in November is being promoted there. So we can talk about that
1: more after the break. We will indeed talk about that more. So we've got this October trip coming up, and then boom, you've got this November trip coming up. So when we come back from the break, let's just get right into what November is going to look like. Okay. All right, Jenny, thank you so much. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel with my guest, Jenny Cressman, and we'll be back right after the break. Office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979.
0: Latino buying power is huge and rising fast. If you want to tap into this new market, then connect by advertising in Ola Carolina magazine. This glossy Spanish language magazine is published monthly and reaches over 70,000 Spanish-speaking residents in Western North Carolina. Ola Carolina magazine is about much more than just speaking Spanish. It's about Latino culture. Visit olacarolina.com and transform how you attract Engage and connect with Latino customers.
1: As Elite Airways starts its descent into Vero Beach, Florida, passengers will realize this is no typical Florida beach town. It's a hidden gem on Florida's Atlantic coast, where its beauty goes far beyond the beach, where culture, eco-adventure, and pure relaxation await you, and where there are no high-rises to spoil the sunrises. Discover the one destination that's a natural for your next vacation. Discover Vero Beach
3: today. Get ready to discover Vero Beach. Visit SummerFlyAway.com and register for your chance to win two round-trip tickets on Elite Airways from Asheville Regional Airport to Vero Beach Regional Airport. Three days and four nights luxury accommodations at Costa de Este Beach Resort and Spa. Tickets to the McKee Botanical Gardens. Paddleboat tour for two with paddles by the sea. And two airboat tour tickets from Florida Airboat Rides. Discover Vero Beach today. Log on to SummerFlyAway.com. No purchase necessary. See official rules for details. Fly me to the
0: moon let me play among the stars and let me see what spring is like on
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. You're listening on News Radio 570 WWNC and 880 The Revolution. And big news, we are doing our first sweepstakes with Vero Beach. So you want to get on board with that. It's the Summer Flyaway Sweepstakes and you can win a trip for two. So be sure that you enter www.summerflyaway.com. It is really going to be a fun trip well talk about fun trips getting down to Cuba these days is it's just so much fun and being able to go with a a tour group with Jenny Cressman would be so much fun Jenny thank you so much for being here today Oh, thanks for having me, Marilyn.
2: And yes, well, I keep reiterating, and you do too. We one of these days, girl. We are going to <laughs> we'll travel together. together. I know it. <laughs> well, I'll
1: tell you, this October trip sounds awesome. With the music, I love that, and being able to—I mean, part of part of what we, especially as Americans, uh, must follow is a people-to-people experience. Is that? correct? I mean, is that the way you see yeah. it? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's how I read it, too. Um, and there's there's still some interpretation that will be clarified as things go along, but that won't be probably for a couple of months, and then it'll probably change again. So anyway, right. um, You you were mentioning that November is going to be a busy time for me, because that's the tail end of my group to Morea, and then in less than a week, I meet the November 6th group that will be doing a bus tour of the island. So it is going to be uh, an extended stay for me in Cuba, which will be wonderful. Um, so let me just tell you a little bit more about the uh, November 6-16 to 16 tour. And this one, I think, it's kind of fun that you're on the Revolution radio station, because I'm calling it Revolutionary Cuba Tour. And that's not because we're focusing only on the revolution in Cuba, but because Cuba has had a really revolutionary history, almost from the beginning. Um, when Columbus discussed discovered, uh, if you want to call it discovering, the island in 1492 before he actually went a little bit farther and claimed America as well, Um, he set the wheels in motion for Spaniards to be involved as... Um, Well, just to come in and take over Cuba for about 400 years. So finally, during the um, Spanish-Cuban-American War, um, they did oust the Spaniards, and um, that's when the U.S. started to get more directly involved. So what we'll be looking at on this Revolutionary Cuba Tour in November is some various places that have been significant to the long revolutionary history of Cuba, starting with Hibera or Gibera, because it starts with a G, but the Spanish way of saying it is a softer sound. But um, to English speakers, they'll see it on a map and call it Gibera, and that is very close to where Columbus originally landed. So we'll start with that, and then we'll move on down the road to um, Santiago and spend some time there, because that was the original... um, Capital before Havana, Santiago was the capital of the country, and it is extremely historically significant. There's a house there that is the oldest standing home in Cuba, possibly the oldest house in all of Latin America, and so that will be one of the places we'll see, as well as other aspects of um, sites that will be uh, significant to the revolution um, during the late 1950s. And how many and then people after that, will we'll go to Maria del Portillo again? I can't resist the stop. Oh, there. you're gonna-
1: to go there too and just kind of h-
2: hang out for a while. Yeah, that will give us a little break. We'll just be there for um, two nights. But while we're there, we'll have a chance to see some significant historic sites in that area, too. And then we'll start rolling north and we'll stop in um, Sanctus Spiritus Province and see um, places that were significant to the um, 1950s revolution, the Shea Mausoleum, for instance, in honor of Che Guevara and the significant battle that was fought there in Santa Clara. And then we'll probably... We also stop at Playa Caron, which is the Bay of Pigs. There's a little museum there, and especially for Americans on the tour, that is an interesting spot to see. And then after that, we head on up to Havana and spend a couple of days there.
1: Wow, that sounds wonderful. And and this is all in a in an air-conditioned bus, what kind of bus do you go on?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, it's a regular tour bus, um, full air conditioning sound system. Sometimes they have little movies, depending on the size of the bus, and also depending on the size of the bus, they'll have a bathroom or not. But I find that even if there is a bathroom on the bus, people usually rather just stop and stretch their legs a little bit, and maybe get a drink or something like that. And so when we're when we're mobile, we'll be on the bus, and otherwise we'll at the resort. Of course, we don't need it, so we'll just hang out and. Make Maybe we'll, we'll do some walking tours in Santiago and Havana, too, to see the old, older parts of the city.
1: Oh, it sounds wonderful. And how many people uh, is, is considered a group for you? Um,
2: I, I need to have a minimum of about 10 or 12 um, even for the bus tours, we'll just get a, a smaller bus, or if we have more. Like uh, one of my groups uh, was 22, I believe it was, 24, including myself and the guide, and so we had a larger bus for that. <laughs> and um, it, it, you know, varies a lot. Um, if, if there is a smaller group, then we might try to um, arrange some alternate transportation for some things. So, for instance, the, the tour that I'm planning in February, I think we'll probably have a slightly smaller group for that because um, it'll be based in Havana, which means that it's going to be a little bit pricier because the hotel accommodation there has really shot up in the last couple of years. It has almost tripled for most of the big hotels there. So that will mean it's going to be a little bit more expensive. But I've tried to arrange that tour so that we don't need buses every day. Some days we'll actually take vintage cars to get to the places that we want to see that day, which will be lots of fun too. And what- But that one, um, mm-hmm. February 8 to 5th, is the literary Cuba tour um, because in February is when Havana hosts its annual international book fair so we want to be there and see some of that and then meet with uh, Cuban writers or writers who are based in Cuba and write about Cuba who aren't necessarily Cuban nationals. It'll be kind of a mixture of both things. And um, one of the places that we hope to stop in and see is Cuba Libro with Connor Gorey, who I believe you interviewed a while ago, too. Yeah,
1: We actually met her when we were in Cuba, when we were in Havana, and then she was in the U.S. for a little break, and... We had the interview at that time. It, she, what a wonderful place that is! And I think it's important to talk just uh, a bit about Cuba's uh, love of books and their, uh, you know, why they even have the international uh, book fair there, and their literacy is so high.
2: Yeah, 99% literacy rate, um, and that, that was actually started under Batista's rule. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that. He started establishing schools, but really wasn't promoting it much, in and then as things became more violent and there was a lot more uh, disruption in the country, that fell by the wayside. So when Fidel Castro came to power in 1959, then he reinstated and improved and expanded that program. That was one of his specific goals goals um literacy for the people, and he formed um, essentially troops of teachers to go out into the countryside and make sure that everyone had access to uh, literacy training um, that and healthcare care were two of his big achievements you know a lot of politicians promise many things when they 're campaigning or whatever, and um, they may or may not actually keep their promises, but I have to say, despite Fidel's faults, he did keep those two very significant pro- promises, free health care and literacy. And the
1: literacy, I'll tell you, I, I know uh, the times that I've been there, the the people speak English so well, uh, they are so uh, curious and inquisitive mm-hmm. and... Uh, uh, love to talk. You know, the literacy yeah. pays off in that they're so articulate and and willing and, and wanting to talk to people. It's really lovely.
2: Yeah, yeah. They're very, very interested in learning about other countries and also willing to share amazingly uh, about their own. I mean, there are some subjects that are a little bit off limits, but most of them are actually pretty candid about their feelings. And the book fair, um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but maybe your listeners aren't. It starts in Havana, and it's there for uh, about 10 days. And then they pack up the books, and they travel all over the country. So it's not just Havana's book fair. That's where it starts. I see. But then it rolls around the country to all sorts of different
1: city centers. Well, when we come back from the break, Jenny, let's talk a little more about the literacy. And also I want to talk more about your book and the long-term trips you're going to be taking so thank you so much for being on the show today this is Marilyn Ball you're listening to Speaking of Travel we'll be back right after the break As Elite Airways starts its descent into Vero Beach, Florida, passengers will realize this is no typical Florida beach town. It's a hidden gem on Florida's Atlantic coast, where its beauty goes far beyond the beach, where culture, eco-adventure, and pure relaxation await you, and where there are no high-rises to spoil the sunrises. Discover the one destination that's a natural for your next vacation. Discover Vero Beach today.
0: Latino buying power is huge and rising fast. If you want to tap into this new market, then connect by advertising in Ola Carolina magazine. This glossy Spanish language magazine is published monthly and reaches over 70,000 Spanish-speaking residents in Western North Carolina. Ola Carolina magazine is about much more than just speaking Spanish. It's about Latino culture. Visit olacarolina.com and transform how you attract Engage and connect with Latino customers.
1: is on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979.
3: Get ready to discover Vero Beach. Visit SummerFlyAway.com and register for your chance to win two round-trip tickets on Elite Airways from Asheville Regional Airport to Vero Beach Regional Airport. Three days and four nights luxury accommodations at Costa de Este Beach Resort and Spa. Tickets to the McKee Botanical Gardens. paddle boat tour for two with paddles by the sea. And two airboat tour tickets from Florida Airboat Rides. Discover Vero Beach today. Log on to SummerFlyAway.com. No purchase necessary. See official rules for details. Fly me
0: to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. You're listening right here on News Radio 570-WWNC and 880 The Revolution. And if you're looking for a special place right here in Asheville, North Carolina, you need to stop by and see my friends over at Appalachian Realty. They've been helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Well, my guest today, Jenny Cressman, is talking to us from Canada. She takes tours down to Cuba, uh, all different places is, Jenny, it is always such a pleasure to catch up with you and find out what's new and exciting on your agenda and what's going on in that wonderful country we both love so much.
2: Yes, I always enjoy talking with you too, Marilyn, or maybe I should say monopolizing the conversation. Oh,
1: no, no, no. (laughs) The whole point here is to get as much information as we possibly can. So we were talking before the break about... Uh, The literary – well, the literacy rate being so high in Cuba and you being able to provide this uh, literary Cuba tour February 8th through 15th, 2018, what a great opportunity to really learn so much about Mm -hmm. this country
2: yeah, learn so much and interact with other writers. Um, I did mention uh, Cuba Libro. We hope to to visit and meet some writers there. But also, for sure, we're going to be going to Matanza City and spending some time there, seeing a, a little uh, if you want to call it a factory. They they do bookbinding by hand there. Just gorgeous stuff. It's just amazing the work that they do there. Um, and one of my friends lives there, and she's a Cuban journalist, so she's going to um, set things up so we can have lunch with some other Cuban writers in that area, and um, also tour a few other uh, sites of interest in Matanzas. And yeah, it's it's just been such a treat for me to get to, to know and become very close friends with uh, women like that and other Cuban people. Juanita is that woman and um, she's a wonderful writer and uh, she's very eager to read my book too when it ever comes out maybe i'll have to just have them do a handmade copy for me there
1: (laughs) well you need to tell me a little bit more how your book is coming along we talked about it when you were on the show last where are you now
2: Well, I am now doing another round of editing and revising. It's so hard to know when to quit on that. But I'm going to draw the line at the end of the summer and then pass it on to my agent so she can start shopping it around for me. And then I hope, you know, maybe to have a book launch one day in Cuba. I don't think I'll I'll be ready in time for the February book fair next year, but who knows, maybe I'll I'll be able to be there at some point in the future. Um, But for information for updates about both that February trip and the uh, Revolutionary Cuba Tour in November, please go to my website, JenicaCuba.com, j-e-n-n-i-c-a-c-u-b-a.com, and that will have uh, current information about the upcoming trips. Right now, only the one for November 6th is posted because I'm still finalizing a few details regarding pricing and other things for both the um, February 8 to 15. Teen Literary Cuba Tour and the October 25 Maria Portillo trip. Um, But when I do, I'll I'll post that for sure. So if you want to receive updates sent directly to you when you're on my website, you go to the subscribe button and click that, and then you can just plug in your email address, and I'll send you notices um, when things are finalized. And don't worry, I don't spam people. I just send things out very radically when I've got a trip going.
1: I know you do because I am a subscriber, and I have to say I love when your newsletter pops up in my inbox because – my dream state starts to happen. Like, oh, I want to go on that trip, and how do I go about doing it? And now it seems uh, being able to—I like the idea that as Americans that we could fly up to Canada, which is how I went the first time I went. uh, Mm -hmm. I flew up to Toronto, and I spent the night up there, and then I got on the uh, plane with the— other Canadians and made friends for life. I mean, just in such a short time, I made such good friends and we had so much fun. It was just like a two-week-long slumber party, I'll tell you. (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah, that happens. At at Maria del Portillo in particular, um, that tiny little resort, and it's, you know, less than 300 rooms, um, they have one of the highest repeat client rates in the entire country because it is such a friendly, welcoming place. And so people really do maintain friendships there over the years, both with the Cubans and with the uh, Canadians or Americans, other travelers should go there. Yeah, Well, I know that. It is quite a phenomenon. So that's where my book is set, in a fictionalized version of that resort. I'm calling it, instead of Club Amigo Marea del Portillo, I'm calling it Club Feliz Mariel del Portillo. And so it is about a Canadian woman who is fleeing an abusive ex-husband and goes to this little resort in Cuba to get away from the chaos and craziness of her life. And um, falls madly in With a handsome horseman and goes for some horse rides on the beach, and you know, so it's a lot of sun, sand, and sex in that part. And then three years later, part two begins, and in this part, she's with a Canadian guy in a much more um, well rounded, stable relationship, shall we say. And um, so they are working together to build houses in Cuba um, along the lines of Habitat for Humanity, but doing a rammed-earth style of construction, or tapiel is the Latin way to say it. And so I think that actually would be a very viable construction method for Cuba because it's very hard for them to get supplies, um, particularly cement and rebars and things like that that they need for most of the construction in that area because it is an earthquake and hurricane-prone zone, so most people prefer to live in concrete houses, but the ramder style of construction would be just as strong or stronger. So I think it would be really viable, and so part of my goal in this book is not just to provide an adventure romance novel, but also to give information about Cuban history, which I've woven into the narrative, but also beyond that, the sort of a, a really special dream for me is that someone will read it and say, yes, let's go and build houses in Cuba. <laughs> I love that uh, maybe idea. Maybe dream. I don't know. But <laughs> Well, you've set a good
1: path, Jenny, and, and you're doing it. So remind us again where we can go to get updates and how to subscribe to get your newsletters.
2: Okay, you go to www.jenicacuba.com, dot acom and on the right-hand side, you'll see a button that says subscribe. When you click on that, you can just enter your email, and you'll start receiving my sporadic updates, but of course, you can always unsubscribe at any time if you want. On the website, on the homepage, then you'll see information about the current tours that are being offered, and I update those periodically as I have new information. Um, right now, because August 6th is the deadline for the November tour, that's the first one I'm promoting, and then I'll add more information about the February 8 Literary Cuba Tour and also the October 25 Maria del Portillo trip. And if you also want some background information about me, there's other links there, some to my short stories and other things that I've written on my other blog, not my business website. And there's also little videos of photos that I've made from the different tours um, around the country and also to of Del
1: I love watching your videos, I have to tell you, and, and hearing people's testimonials that aren't even – you don't even set them up as testimonials. They're just having so much fun. They are their own testimonial just by, yeah. oh, my God, we're having so much fun. And I love these trips that you've taken with bicycles where people actually get on a bicycle and ride around. What a great idea.
2: Yeah, so far we've just been based at the resort and done sort of yo-yo biking, but I do have an itinerary that I'm putting together that would take people through the southern end of Cuba on a, a 10-day bike tour through Maria da Portillo and Santiago and Bayamo and places like that. So um, that has to be finalized yet and uh, find a guide that is undaunted by the weather <laughs> and then uh, I'll post information on my website.
1: Well, you've got so much going on, Jenny. I just Love following you, and we are definitely going to travel together, my friend. We know that is going to happen. And mm-hmm. I encourage all my listeners and uh, people who have had Cuba on the mind that this is a wonderful opportunity and a great way to see this beautiful country, meet new people, and especially to be able to, to be with Jenny Cressman. Thank you <laughs> so much, Jenny, for being on the show today. What a Thank great, you, fun time. And remind us again, it's Jenny Jenica, Jenica j-e-n-n-i-c-a-c-u-b-a dot com
2: yes and if you're on facebook maybe that's easier for people to find and it's also Jenica cuba a public group on facebook or you can find me personally jenny cressman
1: perfect well thank you so much jenny so you and i will keep in touch we'll Make sure that traveling together is something that happens. And also, just maybe next year, putting a trip together for uh, speaking of travel, Travel Club members. What do you think? Absolutely. That would be so fun. I know. Well, thank you again, and we will stay in touch. Okay, super. All right. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel with my guest, Jenny Cressman. If you've ever thought about going to Cuba, this would be the time to go. So, Touch base with her, find out all there is to do, go out and have a great week, and remember, don't postpone joy.